Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 69. Funny number. Woo, woo, funny number. I numbers. am Alejandro. I am joined, as always, by... Riley. And... Noah. Yo, Happy how... 69th, guys. Happy, yo, happy 69. 69. Yeah. I, I'm, it's so... It's crazy that we made it this far. It is. We. I was uh, trying to figure out something funny to do for funny number, and uh, I had a bunch of ideas, but overall, it just... Hey, we made it here. I'm happy to be here. Like... 10 minutes from now, we just get a knock on the door and then Riley opens it. It's like dancing panda type bullshit. <laughs> like just a stripper. Oh, yeah, and someone trying to deliver a pizza. Some cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we didn't order this pizza. I was like, what kind of pizza is that? Like, it's sausage pizza. It's sausage pizza. He opens yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, episode 69, we finally made it here. It's been, a, it's been really fun. It's really exciting. We are really close to 100 now. That's, I guess, the next milestone. Hmm. 75 and then 100. Okay. I don't know why. Whenever you said we are. It's the road to 75. Yeah, road to yeah. 75. Oh, shit. So that Which means we, we got to start soon or we, we have to do a month hiatus before we put out 75. Well, 75. We have, what, six episodes to go, which is a month and a half? Yeah. And So that means we got to start soon. Yeah. Yes. Well, one thing to factor in, too, and we'll talk about this just here. Next week, I will not be here. Yeah. Um, so next week, that means there will not be an episode. Son of a bitch. That gives us more time to work on Road to 75. That's true. As we get to Podcast 75, we can work on the Road to 75. Oh, yeah, dude. We were uh, actually, when we were up in Austin this weekend, we were uh, slightly practicing. Or we were just having fun throwing a ping pong ball. And then so what we were doing was... Um, we would, we would all sit on the couch, or one of us would... I No, what we were doing is I was happily, just peacefully <laughs> sitting on the couch while Brock and Noah were taking turns trying Actually, to peg me in the face a with fun, a ping pong ball. A fun like, thing, what were you doing? Like, I was sitting and on the let couch. Me, and let me tell you, they're not even close fun, to 75. <laughs> fun thing is... I actually didn't get to throw it at you. It was actually Bradley and Brock who threw it at you. I threw a ball at Brock's face, if anything. And, by he a would, couple bees. and I put the fear gone in him. Let me just say that. Because it literally almost scraped his ear. He's like, if you scraped my ear with that throw, I would have died. I don't know if that hurts. Maybe it does. Yeah, hit right in the chin. <laughs> but Brock, Brock's not close to 75, let me tell you that. Yeah, I mean, Brock honestly was the least accurate, in yeah. my opinion, out of all of us. So do you guys want to kind of lay out and explain uh, what the road to 75 is? So people can know what we're talking about. Okay. Well, like we we came up with new rules or not rules, but like new things to add to it, right? We've got some new interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, so I guess the the basic premise is we are going to break up into two teams. Yes. Uh, the winning team and the losing team. Winning team being Alejandro and myself. Nope. That is going to be Brock and I. I feel very confident about uh, my first team. First of all, bad English. Uh, very happy. Brock and me. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. So we're already winning, dude. We're well, we're always winning though, because <laughs> we're on this side of well, we're yeah, this, this side is, of the room. This is segregation. If you if there's a camera, there's this segregation. Is, uh, Alejandro, don't be fooled by his name. He is white. No, I'm I'm as Mexican as they come. Yeah, that's true. I speak, I speak. I I'm I'm getting closer and closer on very high proficiency with my Spanish. Full on conversations now at work. It's fantastic. I'm loving where my Spanish is going. Um, but oh, Road yeah. to 75. There are two teams here. It'll be uh, Noah and Brock versus myself and Riley. We will be 
racing to see who's the first one to get to 75 in their respective sport. Noah and Brock will be working up towards 70, a 75 mile per hour pitch in baseball. Uh, they'll be training and working to see uh, if they can hit that number or greater. Where me and Riley... Is it, is it supposed to be a pitch? Or is it like yes. any type of just being able to throw a baseball at 75? I mean, we need, you to, we need you to throw it in a straight line for it to hit the gun. You're okay. not yeah. throwing from okay. the outfield. No, no, no. no. I was just, that was an yeah, actual yeah. curious question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be on the mound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just don't fly around, though. Dude, what do you mean, dude? I need to be on the mound. It'll put me in the zone. Those six extra inches, you yeah, really need them? exactly. How important is six inches? I mean, that's way too much, that's, if you ask me. Honestly... <laughs> Crazy I think I'm asking the wrong crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they'll be doing baseball, trying to to strengthen up to throw a ball, uh, pitch a ball at 75 miles per hour or greater. And we, me and Riley, will be working towards shooting a 75 in golf. Mm-hmm. So also, an, an, the, the, one thing to like add on to this is that, in a way, it's kind of like, Pro, a pro, uh, pro, and amateur on one team. So Alejandro is the is yeah. by far is the, the best pro. golf yeah uh, golf player in our group. And then Brock, he has the most experience on baseball, but I don't know how good he is. So we're gonna figure it out. So he's technically the he bro. is a very strong person. Yeah. So yeah. throwing up, building up his muscles to strengthen himself. Yeah, I think for him, it's all technique at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, which well, is you're someone who is good at technique. Yeah, we need uh, what's it called? We have strong bases. Uh, uh, Brock and I, so I think we'll get there eventually. I think the teams are very fairly and evenly matched. Honestly, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. So here's how it was the how I've kind of formatted it in my head to make it make sense and be fair. I think we should give ourselves about a month of training, practicing, mm-hmm. however you want to call it. Okay. And within that month, you can play as much as you want, train as much as you want. But when we reach the end of the month, when we get together, it's just a final showdown. Y'all get 10 pitches to throw. You just have to get one of them to get to 75 to get a check mark for you that you can okay. the task. So how do we limit your guys'... Uh, one round? <laughs> just one so round. We are, I mean, you can give me 10 holes. I'll shoot under 75. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we, we literally... it All it, all the training comes down to a, a, singular, a single round. Okay. And we are both shooting to hit a 75, which means we'll, we'll get a check mark. Okay. Whoever has the most check marks wins. I hope there's just like a tornado the day you guys decide to, uh, what's it called? We can rain check that <laughs> yeah. one. You know, we're just be unfair. Can I? Um, can I be playing downwind? Uh, throwing the ball downwind? No. Oh, have okay. to have, there's gonna we're gonna line up like six industrial sized fans <laughs> behind home plate. Dude, that'd be crazy. I'm down. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I had envisioned it. I don't know y'all's thoughts on that one. That's actually a very I agree with what you're saying. Yes, I am down for that. Yeah, keep it fair. So, you know, I could go out there in my first round and shoot 75 and go, ah, don't even need the rest of the month. I did it. That's not really that fair to y'all. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to play different courses, too. We're not going to yeah, play the yeah. same course every yeah. single time. They're going to be playing um, uh, what's a very hard course here in America. Uh, we're going to play Pebble Beach. Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach yeah, we're actually uh, going next week uh, to Pebble Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a week after that, I think we're going up to the old course at St. Andrews. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to hop on a train, direct fly from LAX to um, exactly. Scotland. Scotland. Should we um, Should we do that one day when all of us actually get into our golfing like phase in our life? Well, at least the people who the aren't. Course? And just like 
save up a bunch of money, fly to yes. very famous golf courses, play it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. That. That's something we that can one hundred percent do. Hell. Save up a bunch of money. We're gonna be making. We're gonna be raking it in already yeah. at that point. We're, we're just gonna go on the trip. Yeah. We're just gonna be. It's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all are free next weekend. All right. Well, let's go to Scotland. By that time, I'll have my own restaurant, and then I'll be yeah. hiring my my own head chef, and then exactly. I'll be like, hey, take care of the restaurant for um a month. I'll be back. Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you, I truly believe whatever it is you want in life, if you just say it into existence and you truly believe you can make it happen, you will make it happen. I want to marry Selena Gomez. <laughs> you go for it, man. You hear that, Selena? You know Riley is going to end up with someone who looks almost identical to Selena Gomez. That's all I want in life. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to be so perfectly happy and be like, see, look, you got your wish. Apparently, um, I was on TikTok maybe about three weeks ago, and I was just scrolling through, and this girl popped up. I'm like, is this Selena Gomez? Literally, she looks just like her. You just got you got to bag that one. Look, next time we go to the valley to visit my mom, bring it with me. I'll show you 30 <laughs> Selena Gomez's. <laughs> I got you, man. Hell yeah. And I was like, <laughs> but um, no, truly, yeah. Say what you want to ex- uh, happen and it exists. So we're gonna go to Scotland. We're gonna go play some golf in St. Andrews in the future. Yeah, I'm down. 100. percent With oh, yeah. Eric Anders Lang. Who? Dude, I I was. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you more about it off off. Uh, later when we're done with the podcast, but uh, was very close to getting him to bring him over here because he had just moved to Austin. Yeah, and so I almost got him to come to our course. Uh, it was very very close. Uh, Eric Anders Lang. Who's that? He is a uh, golf personality. Um, he does uh, some stuff on YouTube. He did some stuff for Scratch Golf Magazine. Yeah, uh, Golf Digest. He's done some uh, work for as well. Um, but he makes videos, travel videos. Essentially visiting some of the craziest golfers. Riley will actually be able to tell you more about it since so he's been binging it. Yeah. Craziest um, golf courses or courses or just, I mean, just golf experiences. Oh. Like, he'll, you know, there was one that he did in uh, Mexico. Uh, I can't remember exactly where, um, but it was just this guy who was building like a three hole fucking course for this town. Yeah. And uh, I think they had one like the secret par three. They were shooting off mm. of a cliff and stuff. Oh, so just stuff like I've that. seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that one. So do stuff, cool stuff like that. And he gets a lot into the like behind the scenes stuff of golf. Ah. Not as much as the playing. No, aspect. 100%. That's, that sounds dope. Yeah, he's a really cool personality. And he moved to Austin uh, like a year or two ago. Okay. And so uh, he talks, he does a lot of meetups and he he's big into his community and like getting just golfers out there. Sick. Um, so a lot of the course I used to play when I lived in Austin, he's had community meetups there in Austin. And so he just, uh, just he seems like just a really cool down to earth guy. I feel like I might have seen like a clip of his channel or something on like TikTok or something because I, the other have. day I saw a. I think it's a course, like, kind of, like, in the middle of nowhere, but it's, like, close to, like, the border of Mexico, but it's, like, this really, or oh, the, it's near the Rio Grande, so you could see the, uh, the river runs by it, the, uh, and then it's, like, the nicest course I've ever seen in my life, and it's just, like, yeah, a hidden gem here in Texas that nobody really plays on, but it's there. That's what he does. He finds yeah. gems around the world, and oh. he'll be, like, this course only open, like, these six weeks in the year, blah, blah, blah. This was designed by the same guy who designed Augusta type of deal. And I'll be like, well, how come no one talks about this? That's the great thing. It's a secret. Like, it's, you hmm. know, he finds these cool little gems, and it's a it's a really fun, like, series to watch. That's that's dope. I got to check out his channel or whatever he does. Yeah, yeah so. his channel. He's got multiple channels because he does a... Uh, Is it just his name? 
Uh, yeah, he's got the Eric Anders Lane channel. He's got the Random Golf Club. Random Golf Club. And then the Scratch Adventures in Golf. Yeah. Is he a scratch golfer himself? No. Oh. Uh, he's pretty good. Obviously, you've seen he's a little on and off. You know, you can tell when he's well practiced and when he he's hasn't probably been like a true like eight handicap somewhere around there. Okay, that's still pretty good. Yeah, pretty damn good. So I love. Uh, he always carries around the tiny little bag. You can only fit like three or four clubs in there. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's so old school. He's uh, he's got a good fashion sense. Too. How old is he? Uh, he's probably like 42. 40, oh, okay. But he just likes to, yeah. he just likes to, he plays for fun. He doesn't really play seriously. He just does it yeah. in a way that's like enjoyable that everyone could also enjoy it. This, the same way he does yeah. stuff. Okay. That sounds dope. You gotta check yeah. it out. Um, but back to the original thought there, road to 75. So that's, that's kind of the idea of the premise. Um, and we'll, we'll make a video about it of, uh, our start to finish journeys of that. Uh, yeah. so you guys can kind of follow along and see. We make our way. Who's going to win the road to 75? Oh, yeah. I got to. We are. Which um, we can then document. We can, like, get a little behind the scenes. Yeah. Every episode of the podcast leading up to episode number 75. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm down for that. It, like, I could finally dust off the good old DSLR camera, finally shoot some shit. Um, or maybe we could even start our video podcast Ooh. by that time. So I will say, um, after spending a, a lot more time watching more and more TPD TV, the, mm-hmm. the music festival uh, vlogger dudes. The British people. Uh, the British people. Um, they're all iPhones. They're all phone camera, and it's great quality. <laughs> I know I know. we have an Android user here. Riley, when you said Ooh. that, Riley was so disappointed. <laughs> His face kind of dropped. It was horrible. But um, so I... I feel like we don't need anything crazy special, and I feel having we just do some some tests with both phones and just kind of see some stuff. I'm done. Yeah. Um, but keeping it simple, oh, yeah. way, keep it simple. We'll stupid. just uh, what's it called? We'll do um, we'll do a test with the uh, Android. We'll do a test with whoever has the best iPhone camera out of us, yeah. and then we'll do a test with my DSLR. Yeah. See what we like most. Sure, let's go with that. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, like ACL, when we film stuff, I obviously we're not gonna be able to take a DSLR in. Yeah. So it, ha- it you have to use iPhones. Which I'm super excited. I'm finally going to get a new phone. We've, oh, yeah. We decided today that it's just not... I, I want to keep with T-Mobile. Yeah. Um, I love them. They're great. Um, but, like, I think I need to make a switch to a different carrier. Uh, get a, a good deal on a new phone. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's always nice when you get that you new know, phone. Um, you can't see this, but Alejandro is rocking the iPhone 1 right now. Dude, iPhone original. Yeah. So, I don't have any <laughs> apps. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's basically a traditional phone. Yeah, exactly. It, um, somehow it bends down the middle. It's crazy. I don't know how it got to this point, but it's still rocking. <laughs> yeah, you know, I take care of my things very, very well. That's how you do it. Exactly. Definitely don't drop them off a roller coaster. No, exactly. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> what a what a callback. Yeah, dude, a throwback, dude. <laughs> well, because I I keep saying like I, I I keep I take care of my phone. Like I never have any scratches on my phone. I don't have any nicks or anything. Like I, I do try to take care of it because it's an expensive device. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the one incident I have with the phone where I, I cracked it or this or that happens to be falling hundreds of feet off a roller coaster <laughs> to its immediate death. Well, you were also wearing basketball shorts, not the best pants with tight pockets. Correct. I also put my bag up and didn't think I should also put my phone in my bag that I'm putting up. I'm pretty up. sure we all put our phones in your bag. Yeah, yeah. except for me. <laughs> except for you. And I just am... Not very bright. 
Dude, that's crazy. Oh, I compl- like I really did forget about that. Did you get it back the the same day or did you get it back the following day? I forgot. I'm trying to remember that as well, but it was in that weekend. So we went like yeah. Friday night to Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, phone gets lost late in the day too. So it was like mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, well, I'm really fucked. Like I'm not going to get this back tonight. Um, went home or I, I went to the lost and found. I said, I need to put in a report. So like, if you guys find it, I, I told him, I was like, I know where it's at. It literally, I saw it's right there on the rocks. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah, well we pick up everything at the end of the night and then we'll, we'll call you if we find it. And I was like, okay, great. So the next day I call and be like, Hey, like, have you found it yet? And I was like, no, we haven't finished our search yet. And I was like, well, Dude, just look under the roller coaster. Yeah. And so like, it, it's one of those bullshit things where they have to process it. Like they collect all the items and now they need to process it based off of what tickets they have. And eventually they, I think they called me that afternoon. They were like, Hey, we think we have your phone. Is it? And they described it like, yep, that's it. And uh, I went down there. I unlocked, I was able to unlock it. Because the screen was all busted, but enough you could see it. Yeah, I unlocked it and was like, "They're like, yep, that's your phone." I was like, "All right, signed off." And I took it to the Apple Store and I was like, "Here you go. I need to return this. Is there's a defect in it? <laughs> it's all it just exploded. Yeah, it exploded. So I need to get a free uh, replacement. Um, so that's how I ended up with a yellow phone, and I just paid full price for it. I just remember like after you were like after we got off the roller coaster, you're like. I'm pretty sure my phone fell off. And then we're like, are you serious? <laughs> and then we all went back at the beginning of the line just to look at through the gates to see if I, we're all like, we're just doing a little scavenger. And I'm like, and somebody saw like just a little glimmer of light in like in the center of the gravel where, uh, where all the roller coasters are going by. I'm just like, Oh my God, there it is. Yeah. It was, uh, it was terrible. Cause yeah. I, I just, Oh yeah. man, my, my, we're having a really good night too. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, we're riding rides and, uh, we got, was, we got Bradley to actually ride roller coasters and he's not a, he's not a Heights guy. So it uh-huh. was like, it was a great time. It was, uh, Hey, at least I was, you're not the only one who lost something that day. I remember specifically we were on the wonder woman golden whip and okay. I had a beanie on <laughs> and it flew right off. <laughs> it was very sad. I'm so surprised killed that like 10 people. Yeah, at least minimum 10 people. It was actually a 100-pound beanie. I trained my neck a lot. You should see it. It's crazy. My neck is thick as fuck. Hey, you lost your beanie? I don't remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, beanie was it? I forget, but I remember it was a beanie I liked a lot, and then I didn't have it anymore. That's all I remember. Now he never wears fucking beanies. Well, I don't wear beanies during the summer. That's one thing. It wasn't the summertime. Huh? It wasn't the summertime. It was fall. It was October. Yeah, it was in fall. So like, yeah. like well, fall going into winter, I wear beanies okay. because like it's cool enough where I could still wear it no matter what. So if you wore a beanie out in this current weather, no. you would die. Yeah, I think I'd have a heat stroke. I already sweat as uh, sweat a lot as it is. <laughs> Make me sweat a little bit more. I'll be dehydrated and dead. It's crazy. Riley, how have you been holding up in the heat? Um, I don't go in the heat. Yeah, I let other people do that, and then I stay in the AC. Yep. That's smart. Yeah. It's nice when you get to that level. You're not yeah. the one digging the holes anymore. You're watching the people dig the holes. It's great. I feel Ooh. bad. You know, I cheer them on. You can do yeah. it. <laughs> um, no, man, this heat's been brutal, but I think I'm finally, like, adjusted to the heat. Um, I was reading a Twitter thread the other day about heat tolerance and how you can build it up. Yeah. Uh, but having a heat stroke, apparently if you have one, you are now more susceptible to get them again. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, which is kind of scary. I'm like, okay, no, you got to be careful with that, especially at the start of the summer when you're most, like, not prepared for the heat. Oh, yeah. Um, I just remember, like, after every summer and it being hot as fuck, by that time, like, I'm already, like, 
oh, I could go, I could stay outside in the heat for a little bit without actually starting to sweat really hardcore. And then it ends, and I'm just like, okay, so now I'm not going to get used to it. Then summer starts again. I'm like, okay, my shirt is soaked. That's crazy. I'm not used to this anymore. <laughs> I hate it. I really do hate it. I don't know. People, and people want to keep moving here. I wonder what all the people from LA think when they move here and they experience their first summer. Especially if this is their first summer. Oh, extra hot summer. Welcome, I hope they move back. <laughs> true, 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 true. They're making it more expensive over here right now, and I would like to keep it cheap. Dude, San Antonio is, uh, is it's, it's a pretty affordable city, and I really appreciate it. I, I really, really like this city. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it, it's also for the fact that nothing's walkable here. So you just, uh, I think it, it keeps it cheap in that way, too. <laughs> True, our bus our bus system's okay. Via, could, yeah, it could be better. Yeah, um, but uh, everyone's public transport could be better. No, one hundred percent. Um, but um, yeah, it's so hard to get around. I remember um, there was a job my girlfriend had where it was it was pretty far across town, and we we only have the one car, and just the way the times worked, I wasn't going to be able to pick up or drop her off. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, well, what about we we'll look at the bus? Like, we'll see what the bus schedule looks like impossible it would have been like a four-hour bus transit. yeah it's horrible well yeah. i know a lot of people like there's some people that i work with that have to take a bus um to work and they live in downtown so oh, it just takes them a long time sometimes they text my boss they're like hey i might be two hours late and then he's like why because my bus broke down or something yeah. like that oh man it's it sucks it sucks but yeah Okay, well, for, um, now that we're done with that, can we segue into music? No. Music? Oh, yeah, we can talk about some music. You guys listening to music this week? That was aggressive, Riley. <laughs> yes, we have. Noah Khan. He has released or oh, re-released a version of Dial Drunk, his most popular song on the extended edition of Stick Season, um, with Mr. Post Malone himself. Posty. Good old Posty. It's a great, it's a good, a great, a great, rendition of the song with his own verse yeah Yeah. unique verse in it exactly and there's a lot of harmonization in it too which is like i don't you normally don't hear like post malone harmonizing with somebody else but they actually did quite a uh, quite a good job because post malone is somebody who does use uh, a little bit of autotune but he still has a good voice as it is so but it was uh i'm actually very happy how with how it came out the hype was there i actually had some people at my work who kind of li- who listen to post malone they're like oh yeah he just released a song with this guy named noah khan i'm like let me tell you a little bit something about noah khan i just hope this segues post malone now into folk and country music well i would he, love he's supposed he was always said he was gonna release a country album and then no, he never yes. fucking did well maybe it's a it's a kind of like a skyrim type uh, the next elder scrolls type of thing where yeah. it's gonna take about eight years for it to come out but it'll, it'll it'll come out eventually i think it's been longer than that now but still i feel like he's just gonna drop it one day i think this is the foot in the door and so i, I think it could finally like open the floodgates and the chance he just drops in the next six months oh yeah it needs to I, i've down. been waiting for so fucking long for a post malone country album i think it'll be great i think it'll be great or like not even go full country like folk yeah, I honestly, you know who you should pair up with is because he's the hottest thing right now is fucking Diplo, man. Oh, I thought you were about to say Diplo Zach is Bryan. making some some hot, spicy country music oh, right yeah. now. Um, and so he's popular. I think he, I believe they they know each other, friends or whatever, because uh, they've done some stuff before. Um, yeah, man, I, I think it'd be an easy link up right there. Good start. Um, don't have to worry about the production or the backing. You can just work on it, focus on your lyrics. Uh, and melody, 
easy. Hey, uh, honestly, that's actually a very good like um, person to collaborate with. Diplo is so like uh, his style is so flexible that it, he could work with anybody. Like, well, he's uh, been doing a lot. Like his last album, he did a lot with like uh, kind of smaller country artists like Sierra Farrell, yeah, Paul Cawthon. Yep, uh, I think he did something with Sturgill Simpson. Oh wow, I he didn't did. know that was Sturgill. Very good. One. I love me some Sturgill Simpson. Some Morgan Wade. Oh, did. Morgan Wade? I had no uh, idea about yeah. that. Dude, all these the people al- that Riley showed me is just like, oh, now they're working with Diplo. That's crazy. Go listen to that album. It's really good. It's oh, the yeah. first album, volume one and volume two, like, chapter one, chapter two. Very, very good stuff. Be- oh, okay. Now going off of the fact that we were talking about like collaborations, do you know who I think Noah Khan should collaborate with? Because it kind of like... Ed Sheeran. No, <laughs> that would be That's great. That's the next no, 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 logical no, no. thing. That'd be great. That'd Malone be great. and Post Malone, and then the oh, Jewish, Jewish Ed, Ed Sheeran and the Ginger Ed Exactly. Well, I was, besides Ed Sheeran, I was honestly thinking about um, the person that kind of helped um, basically push start um, the popularity of Stick Season, Zach Bryan, with his cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would be a great. I think they're like, friends now. So. Are they? Oh, shit. Something might come out of that. That would be sick. Yeah, yeah, Zach Bryan and Noah Khan, that'd be actually crazy because Zach Bryan, he's not like he's he's a great artist, but he doesn't sound like too like his voice is not super country when he sings. Yeah. So like I think it'd be a good like um uh, um good meshing with him and Noah Khan. I like that. I feel that uh I think Noah Khan is he's so versatile that I don't think you can pair him up with anyone and have a bad matchup. That's yeah. the thing about him is he's done stuff with like EDM artists or like at least at least electronic artists like um, Griffin or I think that's the name. Yeah. Um, uh, there's other artists I just can't think of the names. Yeah, of, but like the, he's done a lot of stuff, so I'm like might as well. He's someone who seems great to work with, like someone who um, is like gets files back really quickly, works on stuff, and, and gets it done quickly. Oh, Look yeah. at this song. So I I remember y'all had posted or y'all showed me something or. I just ran across it. The Folk Malone tweet or Instagram post or whatever. Yeah. And is that the spark or had this been in the work beforehand before they kind of joked about the Folk Malone thing? Folk Malone. That's, I think just somebody said, uh, because like people like to give Noah Khan weird nicknames. So like, yeah. uh, um, Jewish Ed Sheeran. I'm pretty sure he started that one though. But and then, did, uh, yeah. Folk Malone came along and then also like Lord Farquaad. And that's a huge yeah, one for him. That's a good one. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I think, uh, so he's going to now collab with Lord Farquaad. Yes, the <laughs> exactly. So he's going to actually be making uh, making the next um soundtrack for sure uh, the next Shrek movie. Um Shrek 7. Yeah, Shrek be 7. Such a depressing Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shrek and Fiona get divorced. Exactly. Uh, Shrek 7. Shrek gets a divorce. He'll get his instead of Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah, he'll uh, there'll be the Noah Khan version of Hallelujah. I think he would do a very good version of Hallelujah. That'd be great. Oh, honestly, that'd be sick. Oh yeah. Um. So, how did the song come about? Did he talk about that, or like? I don't think so. Not yet. Uh-uh. Oh, I think they, just, they probably just met each other or something, or yeah. Post Malone reached out or something, and was like, "Hey, let's fucking do something." No, exactly. Like, I I love I hearing the it, backstory. Yeah, I think it was just it probably just happened organically. Oh, that'd be sick. To where they met, and he was like, "Hey, let's you know." Oh yeah. I could just see it like maybe like Noah Khan. He was because he's been headlining, oh, not headlining, but like. Uh, sub-headlining like festivals nowadays and maybe like Post Malone ended up being there or something like that at like a, maybe a party during it or after party and then you're like oh what's up dude and then here they are made a little little 
song to well, not, not made a song but made a new version of a song that no Connor already had maybe they'll make a song themselves eventually too that'd be sick because they and they they're well, besties now exactly because uh, there's been a lot of good feed, uh, feedback on this version so i don't i wouldn't doubt it if they like maybe thought of like another song to do together but like an original song instead yeah that'd oh, be great. interesting yeah i wonder if post malone if someone just tried to straight up pay him if he would be like yeah I'll hop on the shark i'm pretty sure does well, he does he um does he sell features Cause some rappers are like big on the yellow yeah, self features. Oh no, hundred percent. Nicki Minaj is a huge one. Yeah. Um, I think it also just depends on like what kind of artist he is. Like, I don't know too much about him, but uh, outside of his music, so like it depends if he's a person who actually truly believes. Like, if he hears like a beat or something like that, he's like, oh, I gotta be on this. He doesn't or something seem like, that. like the kind of guy that would sell features. No, probably not. I don't think he would be either. Which is good. I like it because then that means all the times he collabs with someone is organic. It's something he actually wanted to do. But like, exactly. I, I mean, he doesn't feature on much. Yeah. Really. Well, if if he's featuring, not really a quote unquote featuring, not really, but like um, he does a lot of collaborations of like making a completely new song. Yeah. With other artists, like he has one with Doja Cat. Um, he has one with uh, why am I blanking on the names? Uh, Riley, keep yes, on talking. They're really good. Actually, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> Fucking yeah, <laughs> Riley, keep on talking as I look this up. Um, I'm gonna keep on but talking. That's good. No, it's, it's nice when it's not a feature artist. If both artists are on the track. You mean both yeah. artists worked on the construction of the song? Yeah, not just someone just came together with a verse. Yes. Um, which I wish more. So this is an issue with Apple Music that I wish could be fixed. Um, I think it may just be a mobile issue. I would love to see the full credits of albums uh, yeah. within the app. That's one thing I love about Spotify mm-hmm. that it has. And that's why I, I know Spotify has it, and I know you can do it on the computer, but I was like, why is it not more readily available? Because I love looking at credits. Oh, 100%. Um, yes. Well, actually, you know, speaking of an Ed Sheeran collab, Ed Sheeran actually wrote one of the songs on Noah Khan's album. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, that's a cool little thing. I had no idea which one. I I forgot which one, but then you hear it and you're like, "This sounds like a fucking Ed Sheeran song." Uh, (laughs) Is it "Call Your Mom"? (laughs) No. Okay. All right. Um, So I have to ask if y'all saw the video uh, this past was the past weekend uh, at the Ed Sheeran concert in Detroit. Oh yeah, he brought in Eminem. Yeah, that was fucking lit. I was really happy. Guys are rocking out here. These are two crowds I didn't think. There was a lot of crossover between Eminem fans and Ed Sheeran fans, but who man, uh, people are going crazy for that shit. But yes, man, who would be mad if Eminem showed up for one no, song? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Noah Khan. I'm thinking of. Oh, sorry, I'm mixing up my recent albums. I think it was Louis Capaldi. Oh, okay. I think well, he wrote one of the Louis Capaldi dude, songs. Why not? That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, while I was looking up if that was actually a thing, um, I just see a um, a tweet that says Ed Sheeran got to release an album called PEMDAS. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, how many more? <laughs> well, he's going on the mathematics tour right no, now. No, exactly. So we're done with this like era. We're moving on to the next one. We're going to look back at it and we're going to have the Ed Sheeran eras, like Taylor has her eras and all that bullshit. Yeah. The Ed Sheeran era. Oh, do I miss the math days? Like the math days were yeah. lit. Oh, divide, addition, yeah. subtract, <laughs> uh, pem, uh, pem dust. Like, oh, this science era is just not doing it for me. Yeah. Chemistry sucked. That yeah. album was terrible. Yeah, it's, the next album is going to be called Squared or Cubed. I don't know. <laughs> this is my new album, Integral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sine, cosine, all those. I don't know. Oh man, it's a uh, Sakatoa. 
Sakatoa. Yeah. yeah. Sine, cosine, um, tangent. Uh, parabola. That should be a good one. That's a good name, I feel like. Hyperbole. Yeah, hyper. Well, we're going, <laughs> into, hyperbole. We're, we're going yeah. into English now? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's name the an album called Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. Hyperbole. Pemdas. I don't know. You're spitting out words now. Rapper. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the music I've been listening to. One, I guess the one band I, I can recommend again to y'all is Royal Blood. I thought you were about to say yeah. um, I'm all in. Shikari. Oh no, Shikari now. Okay. I love them. They're good. They're good. Yeah. But I, I'm all in on on Royal Blood. Like I know I'm invested in a band when I put on a live set from them. Yeah. Especially when it's a live set. It's not a DJ set. It's, it's literally just a band. I say band very loosely though because it's just two dudes. And I thought it was going to be like a Tame Impala two feet thing where it's like, oh, it's it's one wow. guy or two guys, but they have a band with yeah. them. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. The it's guy, like a, it's, the guy plays bass, uh, bass, and the other guy plays drums, and that's it. Well, yeah, there you go. You got like, there's always been bands around the world that like became famous just having two people. Twenty one like, pilots. Twenty one pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another? Matt and Kim. Um, I don't know if you know who Matt and Kim is. They were yeah. very popular back in like the early yeah. or mid two thousands. But for them, like yeah. the sound, uh, you know, traditional rock sound. And I thought, like, oh man, guitar. You know, when you listen to it, it's like, oh, you got your guitar part, you got your bass part there. Drums go hard. Um, but no, the the main dude he plays bass. It's just the bass guitar. He for the higher notes he just plays on the higher end of the, the bass, mm. um, but he mostly strums down the low parts, and he does a great job playing both parts. That's dope. And he sings too, yeah. and the other guy plays drums and backing vocals. That's a very interesting combo. Now, I'm, uh, now that I realize what you said, a, ba- a the bass and the drums, yeah, and those are the instruments that are played. I'm you just think like, huh. guitar and drums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which but, is very normal. But I'll, I'll play some of their stuff. Like you just, it just sounds so like heavy when yeah. he strum when he strums the bass and it's because the bass is not a guitar yeah um it's just wonderful the riffs on the bass are just so good he, and just watching him play too he does a lot of tapping yeah um it's just very soft sounding. the bass yeah and it help and it helps produce the sounds that he's looking for exactly um but yeah it, it, i'm i'm really hooked on royal blood i'm hoping to go see him they're gonna be in austin at the end of november oh and the pit tickets are only like 40 bucks that's kind of dope though um, so it'd be cool to see them. I, they put on a very good live they're show. They're European, right? They're, yeah, they're from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. No. Yeah. That's they, dope. Uh, sounds like a good time, if I'm be honest. Dude, I'm, I'm excited. So if y'all are interested, I would say check out some of their music. See if you want to go. It's, it's November, so there's plenty of time. Oh, November. Okay, okay. They had a they had an incident, though, recent, recently. They were at... Uh, they get canceled? Uh, no, but they, they, they stirred up did. Twitter in, oh, their, okay. in their spear. Uh, BBC uh, One was having their big uh, festival thing in England, and they got added into the lineup last minute. Sold out festival, and they were there was like someone canceled, and they got inserted last minute. So they're like, "Cool, we'll play." When they went and played, none of the no one was cheering, no one was invested in their show at all. Yeah. And they literally pointed out for the first time, they're like, "Hey, like, what's going on?" Like. He was like, oh, we probably should introduce ourselves since it looks like no one knows who we are. Like, we're royal blood. Yeah. Um, and he does the introduction. And he was like, look, even the cameraman's not even interested. He's, he's walking away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and they were joking and joking going on. And I'm like, no, yeah. why is no one, like, fucking giving a shit about us? Yeah. They were added last minute to an already sold out festival. So mm-hmm. that's, no one bought the tickets for them. Okay. Um, 
and they were put between two pop groups. It was like between Niall Horan and some other pop group. They their music didn't make any sense. Just yeah, yeah, just, just to be like, added like it, that. Yeah, people were literally sitting through their set to get to the next person. Ah, and it was just like they See, got so much flack for that. And I was like, in a way though, like that just like that's just bad music fans in my opinion. Like, who cares? Like. Give them an actual try. Try to listen to them. See if you actually like them or not. If you if you actually give it a try and you're like, oh, okay, I don't vibe it's with them. Go for it. These fucking Swifties. They're ruining music. <laughs> they're ruining planes too. Did you see that airplane yeah. where they're all singing together? I would have killed someone. Yeah, I would have been like, I need to leave. I'm gonna pull the emergency exit door now. Wait, are you serious? This happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they wow. were They were they on were their all... way back from a show or something. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's... I hate I hate Swifties with all my heart. I don't hate Taylor Swift. Yeah. There's a difference. I the don't fan mind base. her. I'm it's not a the huge, fan base. I'm not a huge fan of her music, but yeah. like, I don't mind her. She has some some bangers out there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the fan base is ridiculous. They're rabid. <laughs> they <laughs> They got and they got shit everywhere on their face. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like it's fine to be a huge fan of someone. But like all they do all day every day is hey, do you listen to Taylor Swift? It's, they it's fucking a cult. Taylor Swift. Do you know why? Do you know why Riley is so um, what's it called such a, has, has such a a big opinion on Swifties because of his sisters. My sisters are Swifties, and it pisses me off. <laughs> like there's other music out there. Why is that the one? The yeah, yeah. they've chosen like, to make your their whole personality. They yeah. live and die, Swifty. Yeah, yeah. It just makes uh, I don't understand. Like they, they're like, oh, I don't listen to anybody else. Um, just Taylor Swift. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Uh, that's so. It's just so limiting. I know. Like I, for me, like I do that, but I switch bands every two weeks or every no, week. No, exactly. And I'll get like super into it. And that's all I talk about or whatever. But to just stick with one person who, granted, yes, she has bangers and I know her music is very, very popular. Anyone else? Come on, you can pick I mean, anyone else. Yeah. I can, I can already imagine. I haven't even seen the video, but I don't know why. The song that I hear them singing is Bad Blood. And I don't know if that yeah. was the song, was it? Probably not. Okay. I can't remember what the song <laughs> was. I, I saw someone on Twitter trying to say that Taylor Swift is bigger than Michael Jackson. An incorrect was, statement. Well, okay. No to whatever y'all are going to say. No, 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 no. I agree that she is not. I think Michael Jackson had more of a cultural um, influence all around. He changed pop music. Yeah, he was the king of pop for a reason. They don't call Taylor Swift the uh, the queen of breaking up with people, which she is. (laughs) But the cultural impact of Michael Jackson on what he has done for music, it will be far reaching and greater. Oh, yeah. Yes, if you look at numbers of sales, look, numbers of sales are always go up. It, they're not ever trending downwards; they're always trending upwards. Yeah. Yes, more people listening. There's more people on this fucking more planet. platforms to get the music. Exactly, mm-hmm. the numbers will always go up. Back in Michael Jackson's day, the only way to listen to that shit for to get him to get counts for these CDs albums sold nuts. is literally fucking hard, selling hard CDs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you had to go to the fucking store, hand them money, probably cash because credit cards weren't a thing back then yeah. in the eighties. And buy a CD. It was much harder to get music in people's hands. It's just like I, I, you talking about always reminds me of like this one song. It's a remix of um, Ignition. Um, Jordan Lucas's Will, where he actually had Will Smith do a full verse because he hasn't made music since he was 
uh, with uh, DJ, what's the name, Jazz or something like that, Jazzy something. something. Like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, and then he would talk about like he was talking about like talking shit. He's like, I'm I sold this much when it was just CDs stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, dude, it was so much harder back then, and he still put out uh, platinum albums and stuff like that. Exactly, and that just showed like just how impressive they were to get their music heard, seen, and appreciated that people went out to the stores to buy these records. Yeah. yeah. For me, I can contribute to Taylor Swift view count by clicking a couple buttons on my phone. Yeah. And her, her numbers are going to go up. So you can't look at numbers. So, yes, I agree. Taylor Swift, not bigger than Michael Jackson. Okay. There we go. Close. Hey, um, whoever disagrees with us can fucking fight us. Uh, meet us at ACL. Hey, change my mind. Maybe ACL change my mind. Don't change my mind. I'll kick your fucking ass. We just set up a desk at ACL. of like, Taylor Swift is not more influential than uh, Michael Jackson. Change our minds. Oh, dude, we would have a line. (laughs) All those, uh, all the the white bitches, they're all going to come for us. Oh, my God. Uh, Your your sisters show up somehow. It's all basic white girls that listen to Taylor Swift. You know, exactly. Ah. They have a lot to connect with. It her. looks like a her fucking clan rally at her concerts. It's insane. All, yeah, it's crazy, dude. I've they're never just, wanted to go more. <laughs> they're just all wearing freaking white clothing with like conehead type yeah. shit going on. It's crazy. This Maybe I went to a Taylor different Swift. concert. <laughs> 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 you you might have been somewhere else. Yeah. They're doing this weird salute the whole time. <laughs> oh no! And these cool armbands. Yeah, that they it's wear. crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, music wise for me, it's, it's been pretty, I would say boring, but like I've been so invested into rock music. Yeah. As that's all I've been listening to, man. Just hey. uh, Arctic Monkeys, Royal Blood. There's nothing Creative wrong with that. Fleet. I think, I think the nice thing about us, which, oh wait, what's sorry? I think I'm on the complete opposite se- spectrum. I've been listening at? to a lot of sad boy country. Oh, hell yeah. That is pretty opposite. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that. It's just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at when it comes to music. Like I've been really jumping, so like I've been listening to this one rapper, one specific song. Um, I believe his name is That Mexican OT. Uh, I think he's from Dallas. Uh, he's nice. a pretty good rapper. I like his stuff. He rolls his R's and shit. Like in, uh, while speaking English, it's weird, but it's great. Um, but also, I've been listening to um, uh, Time Marches On by uh, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence, uh, great song. I had no idea I knew that song already, but I know it. Um, been listening to that and then also Noah Khan is being mixed in there it's just like my music taste is so everywhere right now I don't know if I could stick to something right now because I get so bored easily nowadays yeah. when it comes to music I think I think I just need a I need think I think I need to buckle down and just pick a uh, genre for a little bit and just stick with it and to see if I could like find something new because I have not been on the new new music trend Riley helps a lot though every wow. Friday he sends it out. He finally changed his timing on it. He used to do it at seven in the morning when we're it's when I get to work. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but the thing is, we uh, he heard some complaints from the people in this group chat. Two other people, me and Baracha, and um, uh, what's going? We're like, yeah, dude, four o'clock in the afternoon. That's the perfect time for that. I've actually listened to a few of them because now he sends it later in the day because I'm not at work. New so, Music Friday. Yeah, New Music Friday. That's the first thing I do when I wake up is I look at what new music's on Friday. It's like yeah. tomorrow morning. I'm gonna just look at my phone immediately. All right, what come out? And then on the way to work, I'll listen to a bunch of stuff. And then at work, I'll, I'll just grind through some music. There you go. 
Wait, so um, how do you guys go about doing that, like, new music? Um, do you guys just look it up, or... Um, I is it I like go in Apple f- Music, and I go into the browse section, okay. and they'll say, like, new music, and they'll list all the top albums ah. that just came out. And I'll scroll through it, and I'll start downloading the ones I like. Okay. And then I then when I'm at work or when I'm ready to start listening, I just go for the, the most recent one I put in, or the uh, first one I put in, and work my way up to try to listen to every album. You, Riley? I have a... Uh, so there's, like, a social media team that called whiskey riff okay um and they they post a lot about country music and whatnot so every friday they have a a new music friday playlist so all the new and a lot of it it's the stuff that we listen to the more underground stuff okay some popular stuff sprinkled in there but a lot of texas country and whatnot oh yeah so i get i just go through that see oh i know him i know him i know him and then you just yeah. go based off of that, and that's go what you send to us. Yeah. Okay. That's sexy. I gotta. I gotta look into something like that just because. Yeah, I really need a. That and the release radar on Spotify. Oh, is there? Both great. Okay. Yeah. Well, I gotta check that out then. Yeah, I'm just so bad at finding new music right now. Literally, I've been relying on Riley for country right now. Like, I've only found one country song in the past um, year that I found by myself, and it's just like, ugh. The other I've thing, been struggling. The other thing too that I've I've learned and I'm I, I've been using is not to look to the future, to, but to look to the past for new music. Back to the future. Um, is Socrates? <laughs> Good one. Socrates. Um, Socrates. Not Socrates. Socrates. I get I get stuck in a point where like I just look forward to Friday for the new music. Yeah. And if there's nothing I like, I get disappointed. Yeah. But I've learned that just go go find an artist that you've maybe heard about or you saw in a lineup somewhere and just go try out a new artist. You may find something you really like. Like the other day when I was listening to uh, Royal Blood, I was like, wow, Queens of the Stone Age is like the, one of their top related artists. And I said, man, they've been they're on tour right now. They're going to a lot of festivals. I don't think I even know a song by them. So I went ahead and I was like, let me just play your most popular song. And immediately I was like, this sounds just like Royal Blood. I see why they're a related artist. It's mm. very similar rock sound. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, But I was like, this is pretty good. And then it let me explore to another. I went to Pearl Jam and it was like, you know what? People keep asking for Pearl Jam to come back. I love and Pearl Jam. It's Noah's favorite band. Yeah, and so I was listening to Pearl Jam and then I just let me down a rabbit hole of more related artists and I just do that to find new music. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Look to the past instead of the future. You know what? I'm going to listen to some Pearl Jam on the way to the bar today. We said new music, Noah. Yeah, but like I love, you know all of I love Pearl Jam. I just want to sing uh, "Last Kiss" so bad by Pearl Jam. It's a cover technically, but uh, they do a great cover of it. I want to sing that now? I've I've been listening to one guy Levi Turner a lot, who uh, just released his first album. But I get he's opening for Zach Bryan on his new tour. Ah, so I was like, oh, let me fucking check this guy out. Very what's his, good. Uh, what's Lone. this new tour called? I don't know. Oh, okay, sick, dope. But, Oh, there's Charles a- Wesley Godwin can't open anymore. He's too yeah. fucking big. Yeah, I love that for him too. Yeah. So a really sad thing that happened. Uh, Riley and I on our trip to Austin on the drive there, we were talking about Charles Wesley Godwin, great country artist, um, great voice, all of that. And then Riley's like, oh, you know, he's coming to uh, Texas or close to San Antonio. Green, yeah, in Green, Ooh, wow. and the uh, Green Hall, right? Yeah, yeah. And then guess what? We can't go anymore. We were planning to go. We can't go anymore because Riley's going to go see well, the I, fucking counterpart, I, Zach Bryan. Yeah, I already have tickets to Station. go see Flatland and Zach Bryan in College Station. Yes. That's a pretty good show. The though. same day. No, I'm not. I'm disappointed because, you know, I've, I've seen Zach Bryan in Flatland. I have seen Charles Wesley Godwin. But like that, opening. But I haven't seen him 
you know, uh, yeah, prefer, be a headliner. No, exactly. So like, I would like love to see what his, his own shows. concert. Yeah, exactly. But Which at is, the same, yeah, it can't be disappointing because I'm going to see Flatland. No, exactly. Exactly. But oh, oh um, Charles Wesley Godwin, one of the best country vocalists in my opinion right now for males. Really? Like, yeah, he has such a like soulful, just like a unique yeah. voice. He's got like a like Chris Stapleton like. Esque Zach Bryan, like just like reaching for like a bunch a of little more nasally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, oh, it's so good. He's yeah. so good. I love his music. When Riley first showed him to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the shit. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, he I, might be my second favorite like country artist, right? Or country music. Yeah, whatever. Uh, behind Flatland. Y'all need to send me some music to throw into the playlist. To yeah. Do some updating. Like, oh, yeah. Actual songs and stuff. Um, we'll send you Sierra Farrell too. We were, uh, I wanted to go see her too. She was at the Green Hall like maybe four months ago, five months ago. Nice. Yeah. So, but oh, she was great. Oh, we, she should. Uh, she would be great. I heard she was great. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. She would have been amazing. We missed a show on Monday in Austin that we should have gone to. We were there. Oh man, you guys went to the. You guys had a boat party, didn't you? Yeah. yeah on Sunday, but we were we. Uh, Only we, like six people died. Yeah, so minimum. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our um, our boat captain almost fought a an idiot drunk guy on a boat uh, circling our boat. And I'm like, Oh, he was like, yeah, I'm about to call the fucking marshal on this guy. I'm Jesus. like, please do it. What show did we miss though? Uh, yeah. on Monday in Austin, it was, uh, Cold War kids were opening for ah. here's for fears. Oh, oh my God. I know we've been wanting to see tear for fear for a couple of years now. Dude, that's crazy. And we just missed them. And I'm like, oh, I'm so when we saw the cold war kids. They were great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, their cover of, uh, the Rihanna song. What was it? Halo? Um, yeah, no, uh, Rihanna song. No, it's um, Halo? That's a Beyonce <laughs> umbrella. Umbrella. Uh, yeah, it was. Was it umbrella? No, it wasn't umbrella. No, it, it was. Um, damn. Oh, uh, you guys keep on talking diamond? about diamonds. It might have been diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. Something uh, like that. It, yeah. It was, it was a, a very, very, very popular Rihanna. Let me just say it was so a great song, and I've uh, they, they did a great cover. The lead singer of Cold War Kids, very good vocalist. Honestly, better than I expected live. Oh, so we I picked lo- such a great venue to see them. Oh yeah, too. such a small venue. It was so intimate. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a wonderful. And he show. was like into it too. Like he didn't care. It was a smaller venue. Not honestly, not a lot of people listen to them anymore after like their old hits. Yeah, but like, oh my gosh, they're a great group. And I appreciate too that they gave that much energy. They fit this that tour date schedule in. They were yeah. on tour opening for Kings of Leon. Yeah. And they were Which would have been be- a great show to oh see. Oh my gosh, exactly. Kings of Leon too? And they mm. were in between dates, and they were like, they, they have a softball for San Antonio, so they added that date in there. Yeah. Um. And, oh, it was fantastic. See, San Antonio really, it, we don't get credit, but San Antonio really is a great music city. No. We just don't have the correct venues to no, host 100%. a lot of these No, 100%. No, exactly. It's awkward at a lot of, our venues are just like way too big or way too small. Yeah. Like, yep. We don't have that right like For these rock mid-range. artists, you're, what are you going to play? The Freeman? Is the middle ground between like the AT and T Center and the Paper Tiger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's all that's all there really we is. We don't have exactly. a place like a Stubbs, yeah, for artists. Cowboys does shows, uh, does quite a few shows, but like not the right venue for no, a lot no. of artists. You got like, um, what's that place called? It's like a indoor ve- uh, venue in downtown. It's like the Moody Center. No, Moody here in San Oh, here. Um, oh, uh, the um, uh, Mar- I saw Tom Segura there. Oh, um, shit. oh, oh! You're talking about um, the Aztec and the, the Aztec, Aztec, Majestic. Yeah. yeah, the Aztec and the Majestic. Those are like small venues. It's kind of like the, we, where we saw Noah Khan in Dallas. Yeah, um, uh, the House of Jazz or whatever. Those it's called, are House great of Blues. concert venues. 
Yeah, no. Those are perfect for comedy. Yeah, I I think they lead more to shows and stuff and comedy. The Aztec is great. I love it. I've seen many, many concerts there. And it's a a great venue. The Majestic is a little too big. No, yeah. Yeah. And because we, I remember we saw at the Majestic, we got floor like down low, which uh, there's no GA there. It's all seats because it's meant for shows, like theater shows. Uh, we saw the B fifty twos and um, Blondie and Blondie. There was one other band, OMD. OMD, yeah. Uh, and that venue, like, they did not sell it out. It was a little yeah, too big little for awkward. them. Yeah, they should have probably been down the street at the Aztec. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, those are only two mid ranges, and they're downtown too. No, parking exactly. is a fucking bitch down oh, there. Yeah. I remember I saw um, Laney at the Aztec or Lanny. I don't know who. Well, I don't know how people pronounce Lani. it. Lanny, Lanny, Lanny. It's Whatever LA, you, New York, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LA, New York. That's true. That's crazy. I never even thought about it that way. But yeah, I saw them for the first that's time. That's what they got. No, that's from. actually literally what the name is. Yeah, is it's it really? from. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey. How did I just get into them? And and I know more about Noah, who showed me them. Well, I showed you them, but I don't. I never really like dug deep into the group. I only dug deep into their music, not like their the meaning of their bullshit. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and break the facade here. I have no idea who the fuck y'all are talking about. I don't know who the fuck Lanny is. I just went along with it and went, oh, Lanny, L-A-N-Y. I was like, nah, that sounds like uh, Los Angeles, New York. Is that <laughs> that's crazy because that's literally how, yeah, no, that's how that's so funny. Well, now we know. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, my I've God. Never I've never heard, I've never heard of these people before. <laughs> that's crazy. You sold that very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good, good for you. But yes, great band. Great, uh, great live. They have this guy. Um, when I saw them, it was uh, they had this guy opening for them who's gotten quite popular now. He's done... He's on ACL. His name is Role Model. Ed Sheeran. Uh, Role Model? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, as soon as uh, Name on Festival. Lineups. Yeah. So uh, what's called? He was, he opened for them before he was even that popular. Then he blew up. Now, he I don't know if he's still dating that internet um, personality, Emma, Cha- uh, Emma Chamberlain. Is it Tana, uh, Tana Mojo? No, Emma Chamberlain. Uh-huh. It is. I love seeing, like, you'll see a concert, you know, how many years back. You don't even think about it. And then you just see this, oh, this artist that I've never heard of. And you listen to them, you're like, wait, I think I've seen them before. No, exactly. They opened for blah, 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 fucking six years ago. Exactly. Dude, I remember when I was at the U2 concert, uh, one of my first U2 concerts, there was this one dude, and it, was like, I don't know, it just didn't make any sense why he was opening, because like, U2, they're a rock group. He like was like a rapper, and like he did weird stuff. <laughs> it's like Kendrick Lamar I, I, or something. I think his name was like, like the West or something. I, I yeah. can't remember. But like, yeah, like I don't know what happened to that guy, but... Yeah, it's weird. Those openers, sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. I think oh, yeah. that guy was a miss. That I saw a... Uh, Kanye or something. A, a <laughs> Twitter post, and it was... Uh, it just said, you know, you know, pay attention to the openers, because someday they're going to be fucking huge. Yeah. And it was a poster for... It was Tyler Childers, uh, Shane Smith and the Saints, and then there was one other, like, huge country artist now. Yeah. It was for eight, an $8 concert. That's now. holy shit. <laughs> and it, this was in 2016 before yeah, that's crazy. any of them had blown up. Yeah, I was like, that would have been such an amazing oh, show yeah. to look uh, back at and be yeah, like, yeah, I, I went, saw. I saw Tyler Childers for eight bucks. Did you? No, you yeah. didn't. <laughs> no, well, I had to pay three hundred dollars to see him. <laughs> yes, so. going off of that of like listening to your openers is, and what you said earlier about how people need to be more music fans and just like they sat through that Royal Blood performance and didn't give them much of a chance. Yeah, 
I became a Portugal Demand fan because I had I was sitting through a show. I'd never heard of them before. Mm. I didn't know what to expect and I ended up falling in love with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen to your openers. You never know who's going to be the next big thing. And Just be open-minded. If you go into a show and you're like, I don't care about the openers. They're whatever. I'm just waiting for the headliner. Then you're not probably not going to like the openers just because you're like, I don't give a shit about it. No, them. exactly. But if you go in with an open mind saying, let's give them a chance, you no, might exactly. actually fucking love them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if, also, it's just, if you hear one song that you love by them, that's a song that you, you wouldn't have given a chance before. But if you think about it, like, this is coming from three people that love music and is willing to give every type of music a chance. So, like, it's kind of hard to tell. Just, just say, hey, give this a chance or listen to this type of music just because In we're so mind, open. In my mind, it's not hard. No, though. exactly, because the, we're that type of people. Well, the other thing, too, to take away, too, is you're not trying to find your next favorite artist. Yeah. You can hear a singular song and go, that song was really good. Oh, yeah. And if that's the only thing you take away, awesome. You just added a new song to your exactly. playlist. Yeah. Well, that's literally how it worked with, like, when Riley first showed me Noah Khan back in, like, our sophomore year of high school or some shit like that. Um, he was like, listen to... Mine. Oh, yeah, fine. And I'm just like, oh, dude, this song is great. And then here we are, bring up No Con yeah. in every fucking episode. This except for last no episode, weirdly really enough. Con- Connie X. Connie yeah. Oh, dude, that's a good <laughs> one. I've never thought about that. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm waiting for the, um, the fandom to be actually named and people stick with it. Yeah. I think you guys just created it right there, actually. That mm-hmm. is it. We'll go ahead and we'll send this clip over to Noah Khan to see yeah. if we can get his approval on it. I'm still waiting for him to just take your episode like, and just pre- look at this. notice that every almost a good amount of episodes where it's the original three, you, me, and Riley, and um, just, he notices, oh shit, they do talk about me in like almost every episode. I'm like, yes, yes, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> You're welcome. Big fans. Big, big fans. fans. Big fan. Big fan. Um, and then Weezer's going to listen. Uh, dude, River Cuomo's going to oh, be like, these right, fucking right, idiots. There say was it, a solid it. like three months where we opened every podcast with a solid fuck Weezer. There you go. We did. That's all I needed to hear. Um, let's, um, Riley said Weezer. his, your turn. Okay, you already said it. Fuck Weezer. Fuck Weezer. Fuck Weezer. Great cover band. Yeah, great. Oh, fantastic. Great, great. I, Good for weddings. <laughs> yeah. But uh, on uh, back to Tears for Fears, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm actually kind of disappointed. I had no idea they were in Austin. I know, same here. And I literally, I heard about it because I was listening to Alt Nation and uh, in the car. Yeah. And they said, "Oh man, uh, Cold War kids like they're on tour with Tears for Fears. They're in Austin." And I was like, "I didn't hear that correctly. I must have misheard." And I looked and I was like, "Oh, their concert's literally starting right now, seven thirty. It's like Austin an odd pairing. No, yeah, it's, yeah. Bands, it's weird. Oh, so uh, I want to get this pointed before we run." For both of y'all and for anyone listening, while this is still available, have you guys seen the new uh, Ticketmaster, the summer sale that they got going on? No. no. There's a large list of concerts that they have set, that they have, they are already on the schedule. They are doing a deal. You pick four tickets, 80 bucks all in for those four tickets. Uh, now, there's, there's tons of concerts, like one I wanted to go see next week, but I'll be out of town, Young the Giant with Milky Chance opening. That would have been cool. That's sick. Saturday, su- uh, it's Sublime with Rome and Simply Stupid. Um, Wait, when's Young the Giant? That already happened? Next Friday. Oh. So that one's in Austin. But where, uh, Sublime with Rome is also in Austin? Uh, yes, it's also in Austin. Oh. I don't know how that's, I would feel to see them. But that's Saturday. I kind I do. I have a couple songs. Young the Giant. I have Young a couple songs so good. by Sublime and with Milky Rome. Chance, you'll love them. Like, yeah. I amazing. love Milky Chance, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... But there's a back in Phoenix on tour together. Um, Wait, what? They they've done quite a number of songs together. Who? Uh, back in Phoenix. Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, I had a lead singer of Phoenix and Becker Friends. So um, I touched his ass. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I grabbed his calf and yeah, separated his, his calf from his bone. Uh, it, it was an intense moment. It was very. It was very. It was, it was very just so sexual. Yeah, very sexual. <laughs> very. Very hot and heavy. Rock hard. You ever have the band ever just perform on you? Yeah. It's pretty impressive. He performed on us. When we talk about that, like, bringing that back up, it's so crazy, like, how he just, like, we're just there, and then he's like, that's the spot. We're going to stand right there where we're standing, and we're like, I guess we have to hold this motherfucker up now. And I told y'all, I wanted to stand there for a specific reason. I wanted to get as close to the front but be next to the wall because these guys Is that where we're standing for Noah Khan as well? Oh, so yes. he could possibly crowd surf onto us? Yeah. That'd be crazy. That'd be so lit. Yeah. I'm still mad, though. Like, I should have done this my sister. Whenever I... T- oh, we had that experience. I sent that video to my sister. She's like, that's crazy. You should post it on TikTok. It might go viral. I might. Sh- I sh- probably should have. I think yeah. it would have... Yeah, we probably should have posted it. Yeah. We'll post it, actually, at this ACL. We'll put it at the same time so people... It'll still pop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. like, wow, yeah. that was crazy when Phoenix we'll did that. The and people will be like, wait a minute, Phoenix wasn't there in ACL. Yeah. We'll do it the day before on the Thursday and do throwback Thursday to last year's ACL. Oh, perfect. Yeah. There you go. That video. Hey, awesome. There you go. Sweet. Look at this guy. Look genius. at this. Look at the marketing genius over here. I'm that guy. You're not that guy. Okay. You are that guy. Apparently, I am. Hey, there. He's the guy. He's, yeah. he's George Costanza. He's George Costanza's group. I don't know what that I, means. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Does afraid. that make you Seinfeld? I'm Kramer? Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah. people talking about Seinfeld. <laughs> I heard people talking about Seinfeld the other day, and then they're like, "I used to love Seinfeld." And then I wanted to hear their explanation, so I kept on watching because people on TikTok love to put part one, part two bullshit. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, "I just I used to like uh, um, Jerry Seinfeld until somebody brought up that his voice is whiny sounding." And then now yeah. that people say that, I can't unhear the whininess of his voice. Yeah. And then I listen to him I'm like. I hear that, but why would that ruin that for you? Yeah, I... That makes no sense. That's what his voice... It's not like, uh, what's the the girl from Friends, uh, Chandler's ex-wife? Like, that voice is annoying. Like, I wouldn't be able to listen to a main character you talk like that. I can tell you, time. I've never watched Friends in my life. Oh, man. Rebecca Black. Friday, like it's Friday. Yeah, kind of like that. It kind of sounds like that. <laughs> um... But uh, the character whiny, yeah, he has a bit of a whiny voice. Yeah, that's what it is. But I don't know, like, why that would be the turnoff. But I don't know. That, sorry, that was just random. Mean. We've we've been all in on Seinfeld. Fucking hilarious. That in Modern Family, genius, perfect, wonderful. Go watch those shows. Just amazing. Okay. Oh, um, I'll think about it. Oh, dude, we're out of time. Oh yeah, we are. Right I didn't even notice. Uh, do you guys uh, have any final words here? Um, Anything yes, else I have a uh, music recommendation as, Ooh, we sh- as we always end off our um, podcast with. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm, a, uh, I'm just going to say this in general. Dow Drunk featuring Post Malone. Listen to it. It's great. It's a very uh, great song. Um, and um, I've been uh, ever since we went to Austin, we met this uh, uh, one of our homies, girlfriend's friends. And she brought up a band that I haven't listened to in a while. I have a couple of their songs. I've been listening to them. Couch. Um, listen to them. Um, great, uh, great band. Some of their songs are a little like bluesy, jazzy in a way. It's great sounding. Um, a song that you could listen to is called "Easy to Love." Great song. That's my recommendation. Oh yeah, I like that. Thank you. I got some sad boy country to hit y'all with. Go for um, it. If you guys are depressed, or if you're not, you know, I listen to it when I'm happy. I've been in a good mood all week, actually. Good for you. Um, it's been a great week. The Darkness by Nolan Taylor. That sounds dark. Fantastic song. Uh, it is. Um. 
And then uh, Straight and Narrow by Sam Barber. Never heard of those two? I will listen to it. Very good. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. They're good songs. They're sad songs. They're good songs, though. Yeah. Sad country music makes me happy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've got a couple songs here. Uh, a couple new, a couple old. A couple new, a couple old. Um, I've got Higher Than Ever Before by Disclosure off of their newest album. I, I just literally saw that oh, yeah. on the new uh, songs playlist. It's it's very good. Is it? Okay, gotta check good. it out. It's, honestly, the vibe I get is Tame Impala. Oh. Tame, new Tame Impala vibe off of that. New? Um, so, new Slow vibe. Rush type uh, vibe? Yes. yes very, like it, it, slow Rush is so it, mid. Give it a listen. Give it slow a listen. Rush is so mid. Um, I don't have a song to recommend, but I would suggest checking out the band Inhaler. I didn't get a chance to talk about them. Inhaler, they are uh, known. Their lead singer is uh, Bono's son. Oh. And so he plays guitar and sings on it, and uh, they're pretty decent, you know? Okay. And they, they're doing the festival circuit right now in England. Nice. Uh, and my last one to recommend is uh, Take It Off by Fisher. Okay. Um, it's a new Fisher track. It's just vibey. It's got this little sound a couple times, like three times in the song. It sounds like a Sega Dreamcast or some type of like sound from a video game that I I know I've heard before. I just, you just can't, can't put your finger it on it. Yeah, no, I feel and it's that. Just, mm, it's just good ear ASMR. Just it sounds good. All right, um, beautiful. But that is going to do it for us here at Riffs on Tap. Uh, this has been episode number sixty nine. Funny number. Uh, if you would like to check out some of our other episodes, all the sixty eight other episodes that we have, you can head on over to riffsontap.com. Uh, where you can find the links for all of our previous episodes, as well as our playlist of music, where we update that with some of the stuff that we've been listening to. Um, we've talked about a lot of artists today, uh, so expect to see those in the playlist there. Um, as well as you can find our social media, where we uh, post things sometimes, which we need to uh, work on a little bit. But uh, we post things, kind of let you guys know what's up, pictures and this and that relevant things. We will be using it more as we have video content that we're working on. As we mentioned, the road to 75. So look forward to hearing more about that in the coming weeks. As I mentioned before, uh, earlier in the episode, there will be no episode next week. Uh, we'll be taking a week off, uh, but we'll be back the following with a brand new episode, episode number 70, as we work our way towards the road to 75. Um, but that'll do it for us here at Wrist on Tap. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.